You're listening to SM Media, the number one place for exclusive content. Hi everyone and welcome to the latest episode of the Scottish Football Show this week on SM Media. I'm Scott McPike, delighted to be your host as always. We've got a special third episode this week where we're going to take a look at this week's Old Farm Derby between Rangers and Celtic, plus we'll preview the rest of the action in the SPFL. First things first, Wilson, I don't know if you're aware, there's been a big deal today. Obviously you're aware of that, aren't you? Yes, absolutely. Right. Couldn't, Rangers, couldn't have been better. Rangers have signed a deal with Black Rooster. I know, I've never really liked you know chicken, that? to be honest. Well, see, that's the hang, see, that's, see, that's the thing. They say you Can do. I I spoke to, <laughs> exactly, I spoke to Black Rooster the day and they've said you are very, very high on their customer list. Are you going to boycott after this? Absolutely, 100%. Well, no, actually, no, I'm not, because a, a good a good friend of mine, Fraser Gulls, um, got one of them. He's opening one up in Kilmarnock. He's a lovely man. Um, so I'll, I'll, I'll be attending that one, but it will be under protest. I won't be paying for carrier bags and all that from the place, but... Um, give them any more money than is required. I felt well, really let down by that today, but makes good business sense, I suppose. Well, Black Rooster did worry that you might be boycotting, and but they've sent their bill over uh, just in case you did. That's the size of your tick bill <laughs> for the past year. So that's just for the chips. <laughs> <laughs> on a serious note, though, on a serious note, we, I know we're the Scottish football show, but we need to talk about the big deal top of the day. Cristiano Ronaldo set aside for Man United. Rory, you basically said that this deal could tip Man United over the edge. What's your thoughts on Ronaldo going to Man United? Unbelievable. Like, I, I don't really buy the whole, you know, it's a twilight of his career and all the rest of it. Like, I, I, I genuinely think he, he's going to transform them into third or fourth to, I, I think, I genuinely think if, you know, if, if they, I think they will deploy him as a, as a central striker. If they can get the best out of Sancho, Ronaldo guarantees you 20, he'll score 20 goals in that league. Easy. I found, uh, it, I found I, it funny when like uh, the two guys at Darmy Sess and Carvin Solico were saying, yeah, he's, he's 36. He can play till he's 40 at least. Yeah. Said, they're saying he's not as good, good as he was 10 years ago, but I don't I don't know if I buy that. Like His, his goal ratio is just as good as it, no? Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's taught, he was top goal scorer last year and you could arguably say it was his worst club season since he started. Uh, I don't. So, I don't know. So you, like, I, with the players they've got around them as well, um, I, I, I just think that 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 could promote them to to, to potentially go on and push as title contenders because I don't. I don't think they would have been otherwise. Shankers are a Liverpool fan. Do you worry about Ronaldo signing for Man United that he could stop Liverpool from regaining the title? I think uh, for Manu, they they've got they had Cavani, and I think they needed another person that. They could go and get them 15, 20, 25 goals. And I mean, you're going to have to say that if Pogba Fernandez, people are supplying him, he's going to, he's going to score uh, 20 goals for them. And it's a massive sign and it's a massive statement for, for the club. I, I, we were talking earlier when I was at the golf. If you told somebody that Messi was going to go for three and Ronaldo was going to go for 25 million pounds, you would have, you would have just laughed. And, and this, they've both went in this window. and and it's going to be two moves that everybody's going to be focusing on, and it's it's groundbreaking. And Man United, I, I, it's hard to disagree with Rory. Man United surely have got to be up there challenging for titles now. They, they should be be as a club anyway, but 
a signing like that is, is going to going to push them up there and get a bit right up at the top. So, fair yeah. do, you think, do you think he's seen Messi and all the hysteria around Messi and went, no, no, that's not happening. <laughs> he, I think he has, yeah. I seen somebody writing. I seen somebody writing that, and it's as if, right, he's not getting the headlines here, but and because he's returned to Man United as well, and it's like a his old club, and he's returned, and it, it's a kind fairy tale and all that. So there could be part of it, but I would like to think it's for football reasons only. Here's a wee theory. Here's a wee theory. How much of the going to Man United do you think is Sir Alex on the phone to him today saying, "Don't go to Man City." Then that's potentially something to do with Rory. Oh, I give it up. I his agent and that have played a blind because they've gone. He's got him on City, and then that gets Man United like well, yeah. happen kind of thing, and and then they go. I think that's that's probably. <coughs> I think that's a, I think that's a you know a story writer media guy's dream that that the, the idea and the perception was there a phone call between the two? I quite possibly would that have been a deciding factor in his decision? I don't think so. Wilson, be sure for us on it. It's a, it's a fantastic sign, you know. Don't get me wrong, absolutely world class. I still think, and I'm a, I'm a big Manchester United fan. That's that would be my English team, but I, I still think Manchester United won't be winning big prizes with Solskjaer in charge. I, I I just I mean, he seems a, a really decent guy, but I just think there's something always always missing there. They're always kind of an, an extra person shot. Now again, the sign of Ronaldo's tremendous. It's cost me about 200 quid a day because now the kids want the strips with Ronaldo <laughs> and all that on them. Scott McTominay's now taking a back seat, unfortunately, in my house. <laughs> um, but Ryan Jack. He's not as good as him. Um, <laughs> I, just, I just feel Manchester... Yeah, it's a great signing, but I just feel Manchester United needs someone else in the middle of a park. Um, and I, I say, I, I wonder what the, the three behind the striker will be because I think Ronaldo will play the nine role. Yeah, you know, too. I think he'll play straight through the middle. And the three behind Greenwood started the season well. Rashford still to come in. Pogba, Fernandez, because Pogba doesn't do much playing as one of the two. You know, Fred's awful. Matic is at the end of his career. McTominay's, I think he's good enough, but I think he still needs another world-class like, variety-type player in uh, beside him. Obviously, the sign of Varane's very good as well. So they definitely have the, the squad from kind of that three front. Um, and the back four seems quite steady. Um, but as I say, if they don't win the league this year with those players, I'd, I'd, I'd be very concerned for Ollie and his job, to be honest. Does this eclipse Mark Wilson's homecoming to SM Media? <laughs> no, no, I don't. I, I mean, I, well, what, what, what you have to remember is when, when Ronaldo left Manchester United, he left in his own terms. Um, it wasn't. It wasn't like the, the Rangers supporters at the Player of the Year dance where they were escorted off the premises, you know, <laughs> like me. Um, but and that, that's why I was opting to do this show tonight, but we'll, we'll wait and see. We'll move into the game that's going to captivate the country on Sunday, Rangers versus Celtic. Rory, we're keen to get your thoughts on this. Obviously, you won, you won the one last week when we're talking about Celtic again with a 6-0 victory. It's perfect. It's nicely poised, this game now, with two... Two teams in the same amount of points. They're both in a defeat. Woody, what's your thoughts on this weekend's game? I'm looking forward to it. I hope for the sake of... Uh, one thing I don't enjoy when it comes to any game, I suppose, but especially old firms, is one particular team being able to use an excuse. So I hope Rangers all... you know, I hope they're all safe and well and healthy. Of course I do. In terms of the football itself, I hope that 
both teams have a full 11 to choose from, um, or, you know, they can choose their best 11. I think that Rangers' defence has been ropey at best so far this season. Celtic, you know, it's well documented how, how ropey their defence is at times. And I think the, the game against Altmark kind of highlighted that again. Going forward, Celtic have been phenomenal. Rangers are capable, haven't probably hit the heights so far, but they're capable. And that's why in, in this particular game, I think the game will be won and lost in midfield. I think the team that has the most possession of the ball, and by that, I don't necessarily mean the start at the end of the game, but make better use of the ball, can dominate the midfield. If, I think it'll come down to your um, McGregor's and Turnbull's and potentially Rogic if he plays against your Davis, Kamara, Aribo, because I think that whatever set of three can supply the front line, that front line will be able to hurt the other the opposing back line. So I think if, if Celtic turn up on the day and play as they've been playing, and I don't buy the whole, oh, it's only Dundee, it's only Hearts, it's only, you know, you can only, a, you can only play a team in front of you, and B, Celtic are struggling to beat these teams last year, never mind beat them 6-0. Um, there are different forces to what they were last year, Whereas Rangers, it's always that, it's early in the season, but it's been that kind of waiting for it to happen and it's, it's still not quite happened. So, listen, I, I genuinely would struggle to call it. Um, like I've said on the show previously, I think if the game was at Parkhead, I would favour Celtic to win. With the game being at Ibrox and obviously the Rangers fans being there, I think that does does play a part psychologically in how Celtic may approach the game. Um I think it hangs in the balance. I, I, I would, I would say, um, which is a good thing, um, and I'm really looking forward to the game. See what you're saying there about like, like so like you don't buy the Dundee St. Marin Hearts thing. Do you know how well, like obviously we saw last night against Almar, they were challenged a lot in the ball, and it kind of changed the way they set up. Like, do you think that's going to be a different? Obviously, Rangers because Rangers won't let Celtic a ball of the ball. Do you know how no. that's going to be a different kind of thing to for this for Celtic to wor- wor- worry about? how to come up against a team who's probably getting more of the ball in the game? Well, I think, again, you could argue that about AZ Altmar, but the AZ Altmar is a different game because at 2-1, when, when Altmar are 2-1 up, Celtic are still through and they've seen the game out well. If Rangers end up 2-1 up on Sunday at any point, then then Rangers, then uh, Celtic will need to come out and attack. And I think with Celtic's front five or six, the way they're playing, I think they're going to cause Rangers serious problems. I really do. If, they, if Davis doesn't control the midfield and Celtic have the ball in midfield areas and are able to um, get their fullbacks high up the pitch and affect the game, I think they can really, really hurt Rangers on Sunday. I really do. But going the other way, I, I, I don't know. Something doesn't quite sit right with Rangers at the moment. I don't know what it is. For me, the game the other night, I mean, I think Steven Gerrard will be fuming. Absolutely fuming. Yeah, I think he will be as well. They were bang average. Um, against a team they should be that, that team beat Connor Connor's key whatever you call them you know a part time team you know that team just beat they're a very team. good outfit by the way <laughs> <laughs> very well, strong I, outfit they've beaten some I, of Europe's I, biggest clubs before I, I, I think that Rangers are kind of living on the reputation of last season so far this season um, I they, they swept uh, Livingston away in the first game of the season no problem they've been extremely underwhelming to, to you know and I think looking at Sunday, people are basing their opinions at this point in time on the Rangers of last year, not the Rangers of this year. Yeah, um, I agree with that, yeah. And I, and, I, and I think come come Sunday, I think there'll be goals. But if I had to pick a winner, then then I would edge towards Celtic. Okay, Shankers, what was your, what's your kind of thoughts on Thursday night? Thursday night was, was flat. It was 
lethargic. I've written, I've written about it. Just wasn't played like a tie that I know they didn't need to win that, that particular game to go through a draw was enough. But it wasn't played as if uh, it was played as if they were coasting and they were up six 0 for the first leg and they were just seeing it. Out. It was as if some of the players were were holding back and and reserving their energy for as if they. They knew there was a, a bigger game on Sunday and stuff like that. And I, I just, I'm not a great believer in, in that. I'm, I'm a great believer in your next game is your, your most important game and then deal with the next one after that. And it was, I think, Rory's hit the nail on the head. I think Gerard was sitting back and he would have been absolutely fuming with that performance because he's, the standards that he's set and stuff like that. And you, you know what it's like? We've we've had training sessions where the, the manager isn't there and, you know, it's just not quite up to it. And that just that just seemed like what, what that exactly was. And it, it's worrying going on Sunday, but I think it's a totally different game. And I think the players will get a, a lift with, with a full house and, and some players back for fitness and, and COVID and whatnot. So it was it was worrying on that performance, but I think it's an old firm kind of, kind of speaks for itself. And if you can't get up for an old firm game, then... There's no point in playing with these kind of teams and these kind of matches. Yeah, definitely. Wilson, a lot of Celtic players are going to have their first experience in Old Firm Derby, like Safura Hashi, Abada. The manager is as well. How do you think he's going to, they're all going to react to their, their first experience of this game? Well, I, I think it's a big thing, um, to be honest. And uh, again, without a kind of neutral crowd there as well, I think that could possibly ha- have an impact um, on a few players, to be honest. But as I say, just, t- just touching on, I mean, just on a couple of points there, um, as, as you mentioned, the uh, Rangers there, I don't think Stephen Gerrard will be particularly bothered. I, I, I feel it was just a case of job done. And what you have to remember is, yes, they, they were really, really poor. Um, they were down to 10 men. Morales could easily have scored three goals. Yeah. You know, there were, there were chances that were probably 90 10. You think he's going to score that. Um, I think they had one chance that I thought saw kind of late in the first half that McCrory comfortably saved. And I, I just think Gerard will be looking at it as if to say, right, tra- travelling obviously isn't the same as travelling usually is, you know, during this pandemic. They've flown a good few thousand miles away. They've come back unscathed. They've come back through. No injuries, no sendings off or anything. As I say, I think Stephen Gerrard will be thinking, right, job done. Let's Let's forget about that and move on. I don't think he'll be particularly worried about the performance out there because he'll know fine well that Rangers can be much better than that. Um, the second point that, as I say, I, I'm not saying I disagree with Rory. I actually, the way because of the teams are playing and the personnel, I actually think the midfield might be quite anonymous on Sunday because I think both teams realise Celtic strengths are probably their front three if he goes with Abada, Furashi and Eduard. Um, and Celtic's weakness is the back four and possibly Joe Barkas for the other night's goal. Um, so I think they'll want to get the ball up front. Both teams want to get the ball up front quite quickly. And whether that comes from full-backs or, you know, centre-halves, as I say, I think the, the midfield might be quite lost, um, you know, on, on, on Sundays as well. Because, as I say, I think that's where the game, you know, the, the front three of Rangers, in my opinion, I'll catch on a wee bit, the front three, in my opinion, of Rangers, I think will get more delight and more joy out of Celtic's back four than Celtic's front three, etc. Well, out of the Rangers' back four, and that's where I think the game will be won and lost. Again, you don't know these. Come back to your original question, Scott. Yeah, you know, I always think we we an old firm game. Abadas and Farash have come from abroad. 
they probably don't know exactly. It would be different if they'd maybe signed, for example, Kevin Nisbet, and how would he react in his first old firm game with 50,000 folk booing him, you know, because he'll, he'll understand what it means, especially in Scotland, etc. And I sometimes think well, a lot of the foreign guys will be thinking, well, it's a hostile crowd, but, you know, guys that have played in Greece or Turkey or whatever, they're a hostile crowd every Saturday. You know, so I, I, I don't I don't think it'll particularly bother them. I just think if the Rangers team is what we probably suspect, suspect it'll be, I just think they've got a wee bit more than Celtic this time around. Yeah, I think when it comes to the team, the lineups, I think Mystic Meg would probably struggle to pick Rangers team. Celtic's team, I think, is a bit easier to work out. Rory, do you play Edward up front and maybe drop Rogic to the bench for a bit more energy in the midfield, or do you go with the the team, do you play Furahashi through the middle and Edward? It's maybe going to be Edward's last game, we don't know, but how would you line up if you were Posta Coglu? That's a good question. Um, Furahashi was just as effective um, in the games I've seen him when he played out on the left. Mm-hmm. I, I think Furahashi and obviously Edward's best position is through the middle. It's a difficult one. It might be based on um, how they train going up to the game or you know, what he's, I don't know. It is a really difficult one to call. If it was me, if you're asking me what I would do, I would I would personally start with Edward and, and Furuhashi on the left um, and then see how the game goes. I, I would I would start with that type of um, mindset and that you're going to win the game. Um, you're not just, you know, you're not there to, um, I don't know. I, I just think Celtic will approach this game no, I think last season they approached it in a manner that, that, that they knew that they weren't as good as Rangers, whereas I don't think they'll approach it like that this time. So to answer your question, I, I would probably play uh, Furuhashi on one side, bad on the other side, and Edward through the middle. See how the game goes. and then Because despite Rangers' dominance in the actual score lines of the fixtures last year, Edward missed a hell of a chances. Yeah. And, I, and, I think, and I think that this time round, I don't know if he's going to leave or if he wants to leave, maybe this is the type of fixture where we'll see him kind of make a comeback in terms of his, how he can actually perform. Um, but Wilson raises some good points as well there. I, you know, I, I do think that um, the, the first 15, 20 minutes, the midfield may get missed out and, and the game will be frantic. But I think as it settles down, the team that um, grow into the game and control the ball in the middle of the pitch will, will um, create the most chances. And I, and I do think the team that creates the most chances will win the game. And that's not always the case. We're Alan McGregor's, etc. But I think the team that creates the most chances this time, when you look at the front line, Ryan Kent, Morelis and Aribo, um, especially where Aribo's finished last week. And then at the other end, you know, Abada, Edward and Furahashi. I, I don't see these guys missing many chances on Sunday. And I, I think we'll get a lot of chances. Yeah. Um, you just, just touching on your point there, Rory. Sorry, Mark, if you were going to come in there um, about Edward. Could the same be said for Morales? Look, one thing I did notice a couple of weeks ago, which I thought was quite strange from, you know, there was a lot of talk when Rangers went out of the Champions League, or, you know, are they going to have to sell Ryan Kent and Morelles? And then I'm thinking in my head, well, do, do Morelles and Kent now want to be there? And I kind of raised that point in the show before, but, you know, and then Rangers get knocked out of the Champions League against um, Malmo. And, you know, Morelles and all over social media posting his goal and giving it, you know, Champions League and all the rest of it. And I'm thinking, that's a strange thing to do when you've just been knocked out. Mm-hmm. So in his head, is he putting himself out there? Is he not putting himself out there? But I, I think Morelles has started the season well enough 
that he's probably no going out with a point to prove on Sunday, whereas Edward might feel slightly differently. And if it is his last hurrah, he might be keen to leave an impression. Um, but quite, quite possibly. I, I just think there's goals in this game. Um, you know, Cue it being a nil-nil now, but I, I genuinely think that there's goals in this game uh, for, for both sides. Um, I, I really do. Shankers, Gary MacArthur said this morning that four or five Rangers players could be back. Again, with Rangers, we don't know who they're going to be because they haven't said anything, but... If they're, at, if they're at full strength, if there's a... One of them's Gordon Ramsay, I heard. <laughs> <laughs> who, who do you play? Who's your, what's your kind of way of, of setting up? Do you go... Do you try and balance out the midfield? Because we know where the likes of Turnbull, Christie, McGregor, they're going to be very forward thinking. Do you go with Davis, Kamara, and maybe even throw Lundstrom in just to balance that midfield up? Or do you play Aribo at, at the front of the three? I'd, what, what would your, how would you set up if you were... Gerard, I know Gerard probably won't be there, but he'll obviously still pick the team. But what would your setup be for this week if you had all your players at the disposal? I would play Davis, Kamara, Aribo, and I would play Kent, Morelos, and Yanis Hadji as right, my three. Okay. I would if if Roof is available, um, and Wright is available. I think if things are only going well, they are two good players to come off the bench. Uh, going back to the point about the Celtic front three, that's why I don't think Edward will start because I think going away to Ibrooks, say Celtic are chasing the game and they need a goal or something. I think if, if Edward and Furuhashi are, are on the pitch and you turn to the side, there's no much that, that's looking at he can come on and get me a goal or he can come on and, and get me something out of nothing. And I think that's why Edward will only play in it. Was, Similar to the other night when when things weren't going as well, when when Edward came on, he, he was sticking the ball and the things. Although Celtic still won the great uh, going forward, I'm not great. Still didn't have a lot of the ball going forward when they did. Edward was he was taking it in and he was buying some time and stuff like that. And I just think if if he's going to play for the start and things don't go well, I don't think we've got, got much coming off the the side of the park to to change it. If he's on, I think if, if he's on, that's all the kind of eggs in one basket almost with all their kind of attacking options. Unless, like say, Rogic could come on and he's a bit more creative, but I'm thinking more for, for goals, etc. So uh, that's my my point on, on Edward. But if you're going back on Rangers, I would, that's who I would go with. But Gerard could be, could be different. I mean, right, uh, Ken, Roof, they haven't travelled, they'll probably be a bit more fresher. So, does he go with, with Kent Roof with Morelos up front because Kent Roof are fresh? I think no matter what combination it goes, they'll be take confidence for the selfish defensive display the night there. Uh, I think do you know think Roof will play because of his performance in the last game, the last Old Firm game last season? I don't really like there's, there's that many games and that much that's, that's happened. I'm, I'm not sure if if that is really relevant. It, it, I mean, they, they maybe think that, but I just think I'm picking a team. I'm not picking it because of yeah. what he's done in the last old firm. I would rather pick it on the here and now because but he's, he's not played a lot of football through suspensions and, and like a COVID and stuff like that. So he'd work it either he's fresh or he's maybe got a good 30 minutes in him. So it'll be interesting to see what the lineup is, that's for sure. And, it's probably the one that everybody's sitting there with yeah. the laptops at, at 11 o'clock thinking, what is this Rangers start? I'm going to be. I think that's also a problem for, 
for Porto Cogba as well. Normally, you would if Rangers are playing, they say they didn't have the game on Thursday and they've played the league game the week before, you would love, roughly got a rough idea of what the starting 11 is. Maybe it's nine players and maybe one or two changes, but there could be no changes or there could be four or five changes for Rangers this week. And I think that's going to be interesting to see who is in the starting 11. I think that if McGregor's back, I think they're back four. Uh, it's actually hard. I'm sitting here going to predict it, but it's actually hard now with all the players that are. I, you don't know, I think the back four could stay the same as, as the other night there uh, on Thursday. If Tav's fit, I think he'll come back in, but I think he's one of the ones that, for, for what rumour mill is, I think he's one of the ones that, that could miss it. So mm-hmm. uh, It's going to be interesting it's, it, for Rangers with there's four or five important players that if they come back in, it could be the squad a lift, and if they're missing then it could also be the squad a, a bump the other way. So it'll be interesting to see what that starting 11 is come, come 11 o'clock or whatever on Sunday. It's, it's going to be intriguing. Yeah, Wilson, we've got an anonymous question here from one of the, the viewers. Will Celtic make the man advantage count with Kevin Clancy being announced as a referee? <laughs> oh, well, I, 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 think, I think Kevin Clancy will be busy tomorrow morning get his, getting his instructions from the establishment. Um, Bobby Madden will be getting them all in for a wee meeting um, <laughs> and I'll, I'll, tell, I'll tell you a wee funny story actually you'll enjoy this one so as I've mentioned a few times my, my brother lives in uh, Sweden and he follows a team called Hammerby okay and uh, fortunately they play in green and white stripes um, and last night they had a game against Basel of France who surprisingly was blue Basel no Switzerland is it Switzerland does it sorry no, Switzerland sorry Matt and Bobby Madden gave the blue team a penalty in a last minute of extra time last night to put the green and white team out. Um, so you can take from that uh, what you will, but Kevin Clancy is equally as a cheat as Bobby Madden, as well they call him, as the rest of them. And under no circumstances will Celtic benefit from any sort of refereeing decision or linesman decision. Um, Brother Beaton's on the fourth official, so I can imagine Big Angie having to go and sit in the, the main stand for a spell as well um, because, as I say, it will inevitably come down to a horrific refereeing display uh, which will probably win Rangers the game. Wilson's just scuppered any chances of ever getting a, a, a top referee on the, the channel. I know Charlie Rich. Oh, no, Craig Thompson's a good friend of mine. Craig will come on. <laughs> Charlie Rich was a good friend as well. He's always on. Seeing a serious note, Wilson, we've obviously spoke about both how both teams will line up. You are an, a neutral observer. How would you line up? How do you a think what? both sides will... He's a what? Yeah, a neutral, neutral observer. A neutral, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, again, you're, you're going in your gut. I mean, as I say, I, I would agree with what Rory's saying. If I was uh, pushed to call go, it would be Edward, yeah, uh, Farashi and... Uh, a badder up, up front for me. Um, Greg Taylor got a knock the other night, so I don't know if he'll play. And I'd be. Would you have faith? Would you have faith in if Montgomery was? Because I don't think Ball and Goal is going to play. I think he would have come on. <laughs> a mere chance of Shanker's going to game tomorrow than Ball but and Goal. Would you have faith in? Would you have faith in Montgomery if Taylor was injured? He did well the other night. Yeah. He did, yes. Did. Yes, he did. He did. Again, and I know this sounds completely bizarre, and we were giving you a ribbon the other night, Scott. Will he start the new signing at right back? See that's what I, I don't I don't know. I, I said to Scott last night, could could the new signing come in and, and have him play left back or Ralston go over to left back 
I just I don't know if is this too much for the young boy. I know everybody always goes as kind of good enough. You're if you're uh, good enough and you're young enough, can play and what no. But is it too much away? Ibrox first game stuff like that. I mean, I, yeah. I think if like if Rangers get that team cheat and see that young boy there, you, you just couldn't put Ryan Kent out the right hand side yeah, and absolutely. Kind of I think that I know it might not work like that, and it could end up going up a blinder. But I think deep down, I know we've probably. Involving football, where the manager goes, or oh, he's playing the day. I mean, he can get on him early doors, kind of stuff like that. I think it could be one if he plays, it could be one of the ones get Kent to the right hand side, give him the ball, and, and let him go 1v1 and, and test him early doors. Yeah, let's be honest, Celtic have been to Ibrox before and played Callum McGregor at left back, so mm-hmm. any, anything, anything's possible. Yeah, um, but again, well, I, I agree with Shankers and what, what the Rangers lineup will be. I think that's your, um, you know, Holanda. Uh, Goldson, you know, Tavernier. I think these guys are available, of course. But again, I, I if, if Alan McGregor plays, is Alan McGregor going to play? If he plays for me, Rangers run. And that's I because I'm come down to who's the better of the two goalies, and Alan McGregor's better than Joe Hart. I don't see care if, anybody. See if Bassey, see if Bassey was, was available, would you throw Bassey in considering how? Because I thought Barisic looked unfit on Thursday. Bar- um, Barisic struggled the other night. And I, again, I do think Bassey's. Start You're looking at well the, the, the set piece delivery as well Aye. from Bar- what Barisic brings. Barisic's robust and gets up and down. He, look, he looks a talented boy, but uh, based on Thursday night's performance, I wouldn't be surprised to see Barisic dropped for, for that performance. As I say, I think he looked leggy, unfit. Not unfit, but I, don't, I think he was maybe carrying a knock or something. Yeah, I, think, so. I, I think he was during, during the Euros as well. And, but I would if Bassi, I think Bassi's probably started pretty well, and it was kind of going back to the thing I spoke we spoke about the other day with Ralston. Ralston's blown us away with how impressive he's been. I don't think any of us saw how good he would, he would that, be. That, that, that's that's why I think Montgomery will start on Sunday without yeah. a shadow for me because it's Postecoglou talks about you know his way of playing, his style, the, you know how he wants to play, and his philosophy all the time. I don't think you'll think Juranovic has been in the door long enough to understand how they play, whereas Montgomery's been there since day dot. And I think that Ralston and Taylor have benefited massively from, you know, they lacked identity under Lennon. It was very much like, we're Celtic, we should win, so let's go and win. But there wasn't really any cohesion there. Whereas under... Sorry, Rory. On on that point, it'll be very interesting if he does start Montgomery because Greg Taylor seems to get a hell of a lot of criticism from the Celtic fans. You know, so and is this this boy's chance to get in the team, you know, and do well and maybe keep Greg Taylor out of the team because he certainly seems to be the fall guy a lot of the time with his support. I don't, I, he certainly was. I mean, I, listen, I, last season there was more than just Greg Taylor that got it in the net. The full squad got it in it and, and justifiably so. But this season, I, I think that Greg Taylor has been... Listen, Ralston scored a couple of goals and I don't think... I, I think if you were to have said a month ago that Greg Taylor would have played every game up to this point people would have went given our current situation I can see that yeah. see, if everyone, see, see if you'd say Ralph's no play every game people would have went nah no chance and that's then what I was going to get in that because I thought always when they were always looking for a right back and kind of Ralph's was a stopgap now they've got this, the new guy in would, could that's, that's, that's what would encourage me but as, as, you know Celtic fans must be seriously encouraged by the fact that Ralph's has been so good Yeah, and, and, and a lot of his play has come from you know come from and, and higher up the pitch in central areas, finding themselves, you know, even in central areas, higher up the pitch, you know, getting that goal against Hearts, etc. And it all, people, the, the players at Celtic know where they need to be. They know when they lose the ball, where they have to be, when they've got the ball, where they have to be, they've got an understanding. And you can see the patterns of play that they do on a Friday or 
you know, all, all during the week. And that's why I think that Montgomery will play on Sunday because he's been party to that since day one. He understands it. Will he be as, you know, relaxed on the ball as Juranovic? Possibly not. Will the quality be there? Possibly not. But he knows where to be and yeah. he knows how to play the system. And I think that Juranovic will be integrated over time. Um, I don't think they'll play him out of position and play him at left back. Uh, I, I think they'll go with Ralston um, and um, Montgomery as their two fullbacks. What about Rory, would see if you're on the Rangers front three and Sunday, would you take great confidence looking at, say, the line-up, Ralston, Starfield, Welsh and Montgomery? Would you know, would that not give you a, a wee lift almost if you were playing against that, that back four compared to the other Celtic back fours maybe of the last two or three years that, that those Rangers front line is, is played against? Because that front Kent, etc., has played in against Lustig and and even Tierney to a certain point and, and other centre-halves that are far more experienced and stuff like that than these three, uh, uh, these four, sorry, would that, would that not give you a lift seeing, seeing that Celtic maybe the way they've been playing recently as well? One, one thing I would say is though that the, the term that I would use, if I, if I was a coach or a manager and I was and I was delivering a brief as a Rangers manager on the Celtic back four, I wouldn't say that in general play, you know, they're going to get... The, the term I would use is they've got a mistake in them. Each and every one of them individually has a mistake in them. And that's probably been harsh on the two fullbacks this season, but Starfelt and Welsh have a mistake in them. Joe Hart has a mistake in them. So I don't think that Rangers will be approaching that going, I can't see Kent going and, you know, Kent's not in great form. Obviously, we've not seen enough of Montgomery to know what he's like in 1v1 situations, etc. But I would be saying be switched on all the time, chase down every ball when the ball, if the ball's in the air, chase it because they'll let it bounce um, and they'll give you the ball back at times and they'll make glaring area, errors like Starfield did the other night. If the opportunity's there, get it in the box. Whereas, you know, teams of Celtic defenders going by, you're kind of going, you know, put it in the box, it's coming straight back at you. But what I would say is that Starfield actually looks good 90% of the time. I think but, I, on the but ball, he's, I think he's, costing them, he's costing them a goal a game at the moment. So it's fine being good 90%. Do you think, that, do you think that's because of no settling in, or do you think it's maybe because of who's like, along? He's maybe got a young player alongside him. He's maybe he's a young kind of guy as well. He doesn't have that kind of leader. I think that's harsh on Stephen Welsh. You can't blame Stephen Welsh nah, for yeah. Um That's what I think anyway. You look at Furahashi, he settled in great. Abada settled in great. So that's only going to get you so far. Um, I, no, I don't. I think it's. I don't know if it's a lack of concentration, Pike or whatever. Because like I said, I think Starfelt looks. Pretty decent a yeah, lot of the on time. The ball, I thought he looked pretty good. But but he's making. I don't know whether he's just unlucky because every mistake he makes has been punished. But I mean that one the other night, it looked awful. It really did. Yeah, it looked like schoolboy stuff. But um, no, to answer your question, because uh, I, I I do think they're there to be got at, and I think that Rangers will score. But I don't. You know, I think the two fullbacks have done enough this season to suggest that they'll have an impact on the game going forward on 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 Sunday. And the two centre-backs, if they can keep their concentration and cut out the, the silly mistakes, then I think the rest of their play generally has been okay this season. Wilson, see the see last season, you came on, your first appearance in the show last year, you, your words were, this result determined the season when Rangers beat Celtic at Parkhead. Do you think the result this weekend could, could have the same effect? No. No, uh, I don't think so. I think, obviously... And I was I was talking to a fellow the other night about this, and he was saying he, you know Celtic supporter, and he said he'd be quite happy to come away with a draw and then have them at Parkhead. But Rangers have proved they can go and win at Parkhead. You know they did it even a couple of years ago with sixty thousand fans there. You know the Cottage game, the Ryan Kent game. You know they have been there and won it before. 
I just, I just, I, I can't. I just see the inexperience in Celtic, um, and the the kind of, you know, they haven't been involved in the this kind of big big fixture before, and I just think that's where it's going to be won and lost. Again, yeah, you want to put a marker down, but I think one of the boys touched on that both Celtic teams have already lost a game mm-hmm. as well. We had Dundee United beat Rangers and um, Hearts beat Celtic, so they're obviously not probably as good as they probably think they are, or as probably as we think they are as well. Um, so I, it, it's, it's, it's a tough one to call, um, but I, I just think home advantage will count, count in this stage, but I think that will count in all the kind of old, old fun games um, over, the, over the season. Right, let's go round the let's go round the panel. Let's get a score prediction and uh, where the game will be won and lost. Shankers, what is your score prediction and where will the game be won and lost? Um, score prediction, I'm gonna go three one Rangers, and I think the game will be won and lost. By the point I made there about Rangers front three going at Celtics part four. I I just think if if those Rangers front three, whoever it is, whether it's Roof, Kent, Morelos, Hadji, Kent, Morelos, Wright, Kent, Morelos, whatever combination it is, I just, I just think if, if they're at their best and they Rangers playing the wee combinations front three, I, I just think they'll have too much for the Celtic back four. I, I think it'll just be... I think there is just a wee bit of an experience and, and maybe rashness there that don't get me wrong, the other night they only defended for their lives that second half and they were putting bodies on the line and stuff like that. And if, and if they defend like that, it's going to be hard. But I just think the Rangers players' movement and stuff like that, all the combinations that they play going forward, bear in mind they've not played well recently. But if they, this is based on if, if they play their potential, I just think the front three is, is too much for, for that back four. And I just, I just think that's where the, the game could be could be won for Rangers and could be lost for Celtic. Rory, what is your score prediction and where will the game be won and lost? It is so, it is so difficult, this one, because I'm sitting making my points about why I think possibly Celtic will come out on top. Then you listen to Wilson's points about Celtic and about Rangers, and it's really difficult to disagree with him as well. Like, it's so difficult to call that, you know, I'm sitting there thinking, hi, maybe hi, you're right, they are a young back four, whatever else, but I'll stick to my guns and over the piece, I'll say that both teams will score and Celtic will win and I'll go 2-1. Okay. Wilson, what's your score prediction of how the game the one and lost? Again, I I, I want to kind of sit in the fence as such um, and see who the goalkeeper is for Rangers. Because I said, if it's McGregor, then it's a Rangers win every day. And I think that's what it would come down to. Who's the best of the two goalkeepers on the day? Because as Rory's mentioned, there will be chances created with the front six as such um, from the, the, the two sets of strikers. Um, but as I say, I just, I just think the, the kind of naivety of the young back four at Celtic and you've been a home game for Rangers, uh, I'm going to cheat my mark and go with 3-1 Rangers um, at home. And the game won and lost by the goalkeepers. I'm going to go for... And Kevin Clancy. <laughs> I'm going to go for a 3-2-1 for Rangers. I think, I think there will be goals in. I think both teams will score and get chances. I'm with Shankers, I'm, I'm agreeing. I think this is all going to come down to who starts. I think, as you say, if the goalkeeper 
I would have faith in my career. We'll send, we'll send, we'll send you a wee video at 11 o'clock once you know the teams we want to change your predictions. Yeah, <laughs> you hear the that's, that's the thing. That's, you don't know who Rangers are going to line up with. You don't, that's, that's the thing. Like, I think the Celtic team kind of picks itself. Rangers, you don't know. I would, I don't, um, I would even say, I would play Roof. I think Roof's probably the, the more direct I get with Hadji, I think, as you I thought him and, him and Lundstrom were suspended for some reason, did I hear? They were suspended. I think both teams will score. I think Rangers will just edge it because I do think Rangers will just punish the defence more than punish the Celtic defence more than Celtic will punish the Rangers defence. So I'm going for 3-2 Rangers. But again, it's all in the that could change every every two minutes because I'm going round in circles with us. But we'll we'll move into the rest of the Premiership games that are going to take place over the weekend. We'll just get through these quickly. The D United play Hearts. Rory, give us a score prediction for the D United Hearts. Um, be a good game actually. Um, the league's full of um, decent fixtures this season with the, the teams that get kind of promoted and the other teams that were down this uh, last season. But that'll be an interesting one. I will go with. Score draw one each. One each. Shankers. Where's the game played? Tana Dice. Boyce to score Two. one. He's my tip for top scorer, remember? 2 0 Hearts. I'm going to go for 1 0 Hearts. Wilson, what you got? Same as Royal with 2 each. Draw. Score draw, 2 each. We'll stay with Wilson. Hibs versus Livingston at Easter Road. 3 0 Hibs. Shankers? Aye, I'll go with the exact same. 3 0 Hibs, comfortable win. Rory, Hibs, Livingston, Easter Road? Um, I'll go 2 1 Hibs. I'm going to go for 2 0 Hibs. Motherwell versus Dundee at Firth Park. Shankers? 1 each. Rory? Um, that fixture was played a couple of weeks ago in the Cup, and you quite often see that the, the team that comes out on top often. Loses the following one. Um, so I'll go with a reverse scoreline from the previous fixture. I'll go 1-0 Motherwell. I'm going to go for 1-0 Motherwell as well. Wilson, what have we got? I'll go 0-0. No, no. no, Both no. teams garbage. <laughs> Tell you what, though, last week, I know I don't know if we, we, we did a show on it, but the, the, that was a humongous result for Livingston, eh, for Motherwell away at Livingston last week. To go 1-0 yeah. down yeah. in the position they were in, humongous result. Even that early in the season. Yeah. Livingston are sitting bottom with no points going to Easter Road, whereas Motherwell are looking at that going, right, it's a, it's a chance to pick up another. In a home tie against Dundee to get them followed uh, up. Yeah. yeah. Good point. Sunday, as well as Rangers and Celtic, there's two games. Aberdeen, Ross County, Wilson, what we got at Pataudry. Oh, I wonder if maybe a wee bit of a European hangover for Aberdeen. I'll go 2-1. 2-1 Aberdeen. Shankers. Ross County are terrible as well. Yeah, I've got Aberdeen uh, running comfortably. 2-0. I'll go 3-0 Aberdeen. Big call. Rory, what have we got? Um, I think Stephen Glass has made some very, very strange decisions over the last two weeks. Um, but I still think we'll have more than enough to beat Ross County, so I'll go 2-0. You just, you just don't know. Aberdeen made a good signing earlier on. Oh, Longstaff as well? Oh, they signed Longstaff. Aye. David Bates as well? I think David Bates is going to Aberdeen. Yeah, I heard that is this it? morning. Aye. Aye. Uh, that's too that's Two pretty decent signings for, for me. It, it sold to that's, it, it, it's still the boy that's at Coman. It was the other one, isn't it? It was Matty. Aye, it's Sean that was at Coman. Sean, Sean Longstaff. I think it was Sean Longstaff. Aye, he, that's he was, his brother, aye. Aye. I think they fought, I think, because I think they've like 
I think he's decided to go to Aberdeen. I think like QPR, and there was a good few, a bit of interest for the championship down south. His brothers maybe can say like I was up there and it kind of maybe the makings of me coming back. Wants to play with serial winner Scott Brown. That's what I heard. You know, boy James Madison was up at Aberdeen right enough, so maybe they've looked at things like that. He scored that free kick. Yeah, was a belter man, wasn't it? He was really good at Aberdeen as well. Madison, top draw, isn't he though? Yeah, oh, he's a great player. Yeah. Right, uh, last game in the Premiership, St Mirren versus St Johnson. I think St Mirren could beat St Johnson here. I think the, the European hangover could... Because St Johnson have played a lot of games and <laughs> I know Aberdeen have as well, but I think St Johnson maybe just... It's... How quickly does it turn on Callum Davidson if St Mirren do win, Pikey? No, nah, it doesn't turn on him at all. I think he'll probably <laughs> manage it for as long as he wants. No, uh, he's, he's the mayor he's up there. He's got a statue. He's got a key. <laughs> the keys to the Okay. I just, I just think, I just think St. Mirren. I think they'll draw a result because it's, I think I don't think they've started the season too great. But I think they'll draw a result, and I think St. Johnson maybe have a wee European hangover. I think Aberdeen might as well, but I think they're playing against Ross County, who I fancy to go down. So I think Aberdeen will win that. But I've got St. Mirren to win against St. Johnson. Rory, what you got for St. Mirren St. Johnson at St. Mirren Park? I think, I think St. Mirren will win. Um, I want St. Mirren to win. Um, but I don't know. I, I think if St. Johnson get beat, what they all, what they got one point? Now, you are all saying that. I mean, obviously, totally different scale. Clyde, Clyde or Ranieri won the league with Leicester and was sacked three months later. The football changes unbelievably quickly. And if St. Johnson don't pick up a result on Saturday or Sunday, they're potentially going to be rock bottom in the league after four or five games. They were there last season as well. They were terrible last year at the start as well. That's why I tipped them and get doing best team in Europe. <laughs> <laughs> Well, um, I think it'll be interesting. I think someone will win it. Um, I think I think they'll win it. Um, probably, two, I think I'll go two 0 Something. I think I agree. I think that St Johnson will have put their absolute all into yeah. Thursday night, and they'll maybe be feeling the, the after effects of that. But you know, I, don't, I, think they, I, I think they were crushed as well. We could see a couple of the players were absolutely devastated. I don't know. Kind of. I mean, have St Johnson played Rangers or Celtic yet? Have they played anyone of? I mean, they've played Dundee United. They've played. Um, I don't think they played any. I don't think they played any. Nah, like, I, I, I've been interesting one, and I'm sure they will turn it around. And you guys are right. Like, you'll get loads and loads of time, Davidson. But I'm just saying in general, you know, if, if they do get beat at the weekend, like two of us have predicted already, then the tide does turn quicker than you think. Is what I would say. Shankers, where we go? St. Marin, St. Johnson. Mm, boring. No, no. I'm with Shankers. No, no. I'd rather watch EastEnders Omnibus than that <laughs> Sunday afternoon. Championship, we'll move on to the Championship. Air Wraith's going to be postponed to COVID. This might come up more than once tonight. Rory, you're going to be at the East End part, the Fermi versus a Broth. Are you confident your old club are going to pick up a result? Um, no, I wouldn't say I was confident. Um, you know, it's the old adage of that kind of level where there's a mixture of full-time and part-time. The the full-time team at home at the part-time team, there's always an expectancy and a, and a bit of pressure there on the home team. Um, but Dick Campbell's teams are always difficult to beat. They've got a couple of players up there which are really good. They beat Partick comfortably last week 3-1. Div Vermont are trying to implement this new style of play. Um, they've had a tough start to the season. They beat 5 nothing off Rangers and then um, lights out last week after 13 minutes. So they've had a bit, you know, a bit of a sticky start with all things considered. So, no, nah, I think I think tomorrow it will be one each. One each. I am going to go. I think the Fermlin will 
one two one. Shankers, what we got? The Fermanagh are both at East End Park. And Fermanagh two 0 They've definitely got a commentator to match that tie, though. <laughs> <laughs> what tie? <laughs> the game. He means not your tie. The game. Oh, the game, right? <laughs> I was like, what? Don't waste it, man. Wilson, the Fairman are both are both with a big result last week. How do you I'll, go, I'll I'm, I'm with you, Pikey. I'll go 2 1 the Paz. 2 1 the Fairman for me. Is that Adam Fairman? It's Adam Fairman, yeah. Too stronger. Although I thought they were absolutely terrible. I know they were maybe against a stronger team in Rangers, but I thought they were all over the place, man. Wilson, big game of the weekend in the championships. Your team, Kilmarnock against Inverness, probably two two of the favourites to win the league. How do you see it going? Uh, comfortable home one. You know, uh, I fancy I fancy Kelly strongly tomorrow. Um, you know, the, the in effect the gates are open. Big well, big crowd for Kilmarnock will be in tomorrow. Um, so you again, to your pal Billy Dodds again. No, um, unfortunately, I wouldn't be there because Stuart have a big cup. T- a big ah, yeah, sorry, my mistake. Also, my mistake um, yeah. the, the, the kids will be there with Gran um, to, 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 to see it. Um, but as I say, I think uh, I think Kelly will be too strong for Inverness. I always think it's when Kelly playing Inverness, it's kind of advantage to the home team because um, they travel and whatnot. But I, I fancy Kelly comfortably tomorrow. Shankers, where we got Kamala Inverness? Scored draw, 1 1. Rory, who we got? Um, I think Inverness are either top of the league, joint top, but 3 1 0 wins. I think there's only so long you can keep up that type of scoreline. So uh, I think Kilmarnock will score. I'll go 2 1, Kelly. I'm going to go with you 2 1, Kilmarnock. I think Partick versus Morton. I think Partick Thistle will bounce back for our result against Abroth. I think they'll win 3 0. I think they'll beat Morton comfortably. Rory, Partick Morton at Hill. Um, 2 1, Thistle. One Thistle Shankers. Partick to two one now. I will go that as well. Wilson Partick versus Morton. Two, two each. I'll go two each in that one. Big call. We are going to go on to the next game. Queen of the South versus Hamilton. Hamilton obviously a new manager, Stuart Taylor. Will they bounce back Who's from a Stuart Taylor? I think Where's he was involved. He? I think he was involved with them at Hamilton a couple of years ago, wasn't he? Say that again. I'm sure he was a manager. He, he got in touch with go, trying to get me over at Limerick. I'm sure he was at Limerick. Is that right? Yeah. I might have oh, made that up. Is that, is that Dennis was a snooker player? <laughs> <laughs> I, didn't actually, I didn't actually know who he was until I heard he was linked with the job. But uh, I... Wilson, Queen of South Hamilton, who have we got? Uh, I'll go one each. One each. Rory? 2-0 Queens. 2-0 Queens. And Shankers, what have we got? 1-0 Hamilton. I think Hamilton will win 2-1. We'll move into League One. Airdrie Allo has been postponed. Rory Clyde versus Cove Rangers at Broadwood. Who do we fancy? 3-0 Clyde. <laughs> <laughs> Big call. Wilson, who we got? Clyde versus Cove. Uh, I'm going to go a draw now. I'll go two each in that one. Because David, if David Goodwill plays, he scores... All the time, so I'll go to each in that one. Clyde versus Cove, Shankers, who have we got? 2 0 Cove. I think. I think I'm too strong. Yeah, I think Cove will win 3 1. I've given Meganson and McAllister to score every week. I think they're probably the best outside the, I think they're probably the best 
strike force in that league comfortably. East Fife, Peter Head, Rory. Were you going to say outside the old firm there? I was going to say outside the top two leagues and realise how stupid it would be. But I think they're probably the best, best strike force in that league. But we'll move on to East Fife, Peter Head. Um, um, one each. Wilson, East Fife, Peter Head. Honestly, no idea. 2 1 Peter Head. The ref. Aye. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, no, I couldn't even tell you a player for either team, to be fair. East Fife, Peter Head, Shankers. Uh, I'll go East Fife 1 0. I'll go Peter Head 2 1. Game of the weekend in League One Falkirk versus Queen's Park. Rory, that's going to be a close one. Yeah, that'd be a good game, actually. Um, like I've always said about that league, the, the, the winners will be the, the ones who get the better results against you know your Queen's Park, your Falkirks, and everyone kind of Cove Rangers, everyone around that area. So I'm going to say it'll be nip and tuck tomorrow, and I'll go to each. To each, Wilson, Falkirk, Queen's Park. Oh, I was going to go that draw right enough, but I'll, I'll go Falkirk 2-1 then. Shankers, what have we got? I think Falkirk will be strong enough to win that game at home. I'll go 1-0 full. I'm going to go for Queen's Park 2-1. I think Queen's Park could... could Who's the it? Queen's Park manager on there? Laurie Ellis. Laurie Ellis, I played with Rafe. He was um, Ray McKinnon's assistant for a number of years. I was in Ottawa United as well, my... No, was he? I think so. I uh, he, he was with McKinnon when McKinnon had McKinnon had a spell of success for a number of years. To be fair, yeah, he was quite. He, he left Falkirk. I was surprised when he did. To be fair, but um, I, I think Laurie else was his assistant for a number of years. Took him, took him everywhere. So yeah, Montrose Dumbarton. I think Montrose two 0 I think they they could continue this really good run they've been on. Wilson Montrose Dumbarton. Mm, I see. I'm a big fan of Stevie Farrell. I do. I do like Stevie. Um, He's been a few plays in our football team. Um, oh, I'll go one each. So I can get Stevie a point out. I'll go one each. Shankers, Montrose, Dumbarton. I think Dumbarton's had the, the best of starts. So I'll go 2 1, Montrose. Rory, Montrose, Dumbarton. Uh, Montrose have started really well, but. I don't know, over the last kind of couple of years, I keep an eye on Dumbarton haven't been there and I've got a couple of friends there and they always seem to get a result up at Montrose. So I'll say um, I'll say 2 0 Dumbarton with my big mate Ryan McGeever scoring a header. He scores a crazy amount of goals for a centre back in that league. Was that boy, um, did he go away and play abroad or anything? Am I totally mixed up? No. No, I'm thinking of somebody else. Did he play with Queen's Park when he was younger? He was a captain when the year they won the league. So he was there. He was there as a young boy, though, and then left, and then came back, and that was when he won the league. So when you say young aye. boy, it was maybe his first time around you. I mean, aye, aye, aye. Played by Andy Robertson. Aye, aye. I think that's right. We'll move into League Two. We're just uh, we're just waiting full time clarification coming in. Bristol City are two 0 up in Elgin, but Cowden Beef versus Anne Wilson. Do you think your old pal Chrissy Johnson could score again? Oh, I, I had for Chrissy in the morning. Definitely, I definitely. They've started. Anne started well. Three and a line. I just I just hope Chrissy gets a wee bit of luck and gets a wee move further up the tree. No disrespect to Annan. Mm-hmm. Hope he gets a wee move back up to where he should be playing. Stuart. Kelly. <laughs> so you, you have Annan 3 now. Shankers, what we got? I'll go 2 0 Annan as well. 2 0 Annan. Rory. Um, I'll go. It's a horrible place to go. It's Cowden Beast. It's no easy. Um, so I'll say That's one each, but 
I know we've spoken about him on the show before, but Peter Murphy as well. It just shows yeah. as a manager trying to make their way. In the game. I mean, he has been unbelievably consistent with Annan. I mean, they must have finished in the playoffs what in the last kind of few years, always up there. And you know, I don't think they're expected to be. So, I um, hopefully he gets a, a wee move up the way as well. When Wilson's talking about Chrissy Johnson, hopefully Peter Murphy gets a wee a wee chance at a bigger, bigger and better things um, in the years to come as well. See, when we were playing at Cowdenbeath in the, the playoff a few years ago, we just get we just uh, get beaten in the semi final. So we finally, obviously, we won the game up and we come out the team bus and it's literally one of the nation calls good miles long, waiting to just go in straight after the kickoff. <laughs> Probably brings in more money than the fact that we are. I'm going to go for Annan 2 now. I think Annan had a really good start. Four first in Ra. Now, Wilson, your pal Jamie Hamill was at a, a rough start to his managerial career. Do you think he could get a wee shock in four for this weekend? No, because four for a flying. Um, I think possibly the best Jamie can hope for is a draw up there. So I'll give him a wee push and go one each. One is each. it no extra now? It's at four for. All right, sorry. Mm. Shank, that's what we got four for soon now. Um, I think our knowledge of the lower leagues is showing. I think they'll be. <laughs> I think the viewers will be switching off. We are knowledge of these lower leagues. <laughs> I have played against these teams, but it was years ago, and even I probably didn't even pay attention when we were playing against them as well. But <laughs> just going be. You played against Man United and Man City as well, Shankers at other clubs. Don't be worrying about Forfa. <laughs> I think Forfa. Forfa will be strong as us. Really had a great start, so I think four for two now. Yeah, I'll go with four for two now. Rory, I was too busy worrying about the Brideys after the game when I was playing <laughs> up there. <laughs> Rory, four for Stenra. Yeah, I'll third that two now. Two now. Stenhouse Muir, Kelty. Rory, Stenhouse Muir versus Kelty at Stenhouse Muir. Who have we got? Um, one now, Kelty Hearts. One now, Kelty Hearts. Shankers, Stenhouse Muir versus Kelty. Uh, I think. Kelty will be too strong for them. 2 0 Kelty. Did you see that night there? Ashley Cole, was it? Still I, was, I was going to ask that. What was that about? I think he was. He was, was, up, he was up in Falkirk looking for me to see if I get any management with him. But <laughs> was, no, my cup of tea. That's the only what I've read. I did think, uh, see that he was up to see Wally Lyles sign strips and he signed books <laughs> and that for him when Wally played at Stairs Me. Actually, Funny because Ashley Cole is actually now the second best fullback to Grace instead of <laughs> after Wally Lyle. So, well, see, 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 when I, see when I saw I actually wonder if he's maybe up doing his air license or something at the Orium. I wonder uh, if he's doing a coaching badge nice. or something. Because I know I know that's what he's doing just now. Maybe seen yeah. Greg Taylor, Greg Taylor going down the other night and thought, oh, there's a win for an old fun <laughs> game. Oh, I would I would take Ashley Cole in a minute still. <laughs> I'd put Cheryl Cole in before I put Greg Taylor. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Greg, a smashing player. I'm smashing. Wilson, give us our prediction for Stenhouse Muir Kelty. 4 1 Kelty. Big call. Right, Stolen Albion versus Albion Rovers. Rory, give us a quick prediction. Um, one each. One each. Wilson. 3 0 Stolen Albion. 3 0 Stolen. Shankers. I think Albion will beat Stolen Albion 1 0. Uh, I'm going to go for 2 0 Stolen, and that is going to wrap up our predictions for this weekend. We are going to wrap up the show there. Wilson, Shankers, Rory, thank you very much for coming on as always. It's been a pleasure.
Thanks, just what you wish. Angie, push the cobbler. Good luck on Sunday. <laughs> Brilliant. We are going to be back on Sunday night. We're, we're going to put out Monday morning, but we're going to be recording the, the review of the weekend's action. We'll also have the big post-match analysis from the Rangers Celtic game. Enjoy the weekend, everyone. If you're going to a game, then let us know and send us B previews. Thanks very much. Cheers. 